FM and HD1 Chandler Phoenix. You're starting the day with Gunner and Cheyenne. Powered by NoBullRam.com. Now, please pause while we salute America. Oh, say can you see by the dawn's early light what so proudly we had at the twilight's last gleaming whose broad stripes and bright stars through the perilous fight or the ramparts we watched were so gallantly streaming and the rockets still there Oh, say does that star-spangled banner yet wave or the land of the free and the home of That was Kelly Clarkson with the National Anthem this morning. Welcome to Monday, October 3rd, 2022, officially in the month of October. Which blows my mind. Kind of feels good, though. Why? I don't know. To keep kind of have, uh, you know, hot days and the monsoon in the rearview mirror. Got to move on to... One of the most beautiful times of the year yeah. here in the Valley. I hear you. It just it feels, feels weird to say we're in October. It does. Yeah. October 3rd is a big day. You know well, what today is? Uh, No. Monday? Very disappointed in you, Cheyenne. Today is Mean Girls Day. <gasps> How do you not oh, know yeah! that? October 3rd! What day is it today? It's October 3rd. That's right. Yeah. Yes. Disappointed, Cheyenne. <laughs> Very disappointed. It was not even on my mind. Uh, Cardinals beat the Panthers yesterday, 26-16. Congratulations to them. All right, coming up in about an hour, we've got your first shot of the day to get in to win Disney's uh, A Trip for You and the Entire Family. Get to Disney's Alani down there in Hawaii. But right now, we've got a big announcement. We do. Okay, this is a, a show uh, that we've got coming, That something that we've never done before. I don't think anybody's ever done something like this before. I don't think so. Uh, it's happening on November 6th. Where's my... November, November 16th. 16th. It is a hump day. It's happening at Gila River Resorts and Casinos, Wild Horse Pass. The name of the show is Beer With My Friends. Now, the friends that'll be there amongst us, we're all friends, right? Yes. Camel Nation, you, us, we're all friends. So who's going to be there? Who are we going to have beers with? How about Brothers Osborne? I guess we're the brothers. We're all technically family then, right? I mean, yeah, I think so. Beers with family. So <laughs> Chicago.
Plus, beers with friends, November 16th at Gila River Resorts and Casinos Wild Horse Pass. Who else will be there? Uh, Jackson D. It's going to be a heck of a show. Now, what makes this different from any other show we've done is that it's going to be more of an intimate kind of a storytelling show, if you will. We're hanging out. We're having beers with friends. That's what it is. So Cheyenne and I will be there with Brothers Osborne. We'll kind of be asking questions. Uh, they'll be telling stories. They'll be playing songs. I promise you we won't be playing songs. You don't want that. <laughs> no, no, you don't. We'll leave that to the professionals, <laughs> and the professionals are Brothers Osborne. One last kiss, and then you're gone. All right, you cannot, uh, I believe you can't buy tickets, right? You can only win them right here? Uh, no, well, their oh, tickets will be available okay, all for right. purchase. Uh, Wild Horse Pass has more seats than uh, the other casinos that we've done this at. Correct. So we will be selling tickets. More details on that on the way. Uh, your first shot to win tickets coming up at 6.50 this morning. So less than an hour away, your first shot to win the first pair of tickets to our Beers with Friends show, November 16th at Gila River Resorts and Casinos Wild Horse Pass is on the way at 6.50. I am so jazzed about this show. It's going to be an awesome show. Yeah. It's about a month and a half away. I know. October 3rd, November Crazy. 16th, just around the corner. All right, uh, here's your morning trivia. What are the names of the seven dwarfs in Snow White? Got to have all seven. All seven. I think the majority you may be able to figure out, but will you be able to figure out all seven? What are the names of all seven of the dwarfs in Snow White? Think about it. We'll get uh, the correct answer coming up here in six minutes. Gunner and Cheyenne On Demand. Hardy is in on that song with Dirks, and uh, Hardy posted to his social media over the weekend that uh, his tour bus had crashed early Sunday morning near Nashville. Hardy and three other people were on the bus and were treated for, quote-unquote, significant injuries. Uh, a driver remained in the hospital, but Hardy and the uh, two others were released. But Hardy's asking for prayers for his uh, bus driver. Sounds pretty bad. Yeah, that's just terrible. Ugh. All right, here we go. Uh, big announcement this morning. Brothers Osborne and Jackson Dean are a part of our Beers with Friends show happening on uh, November 16th at Gila River Resorts and Casinos Wild Horse Pass. Your first shot of tickets coming up at 6.50 this morning. But first, got to get you the answer to the morning trivia. We're able to figure it out. What are the names of the seven dwarfs in Snow White? I'm pretty sure I have all seven. Okay, go. Uh, sleepy, Happy, Dopey, Grumpy, Bashful, Sneezy, and Doc. That sounded like more than seven. It's not. I numbered them. <laughs> okay. So I know. <laughs> I, know. I literally had to put the numbers down before okay, I went yeah, through Mine it. are in different order. Okay. So I'm, my eyes are shooting back and forth and <laughs> just hearing what you're saying sounded okay. like more than seven. But <laughs> if you got them numbered, they were all there. Nicely done there, Cheyenne. You got it. Yay. Uh, morning trivia every week to morning at six here on Camel Country. On the way next, got some audio from TikTok of what an Uber driver has said she is uh, telling the story of how a guy had her stop on his ride to pick up his mistress. It is what she did and the story that she tells of what she did Uh as to why it's going viral. Okay. What did she do? We'll tell you. Coming up next here on Camel Country. Gunner and Cheyenne on demand. Um, The story is uh, going viral on uh, TikTok. There's an Uber driver who uh, is telling the story of how a guy had her stop to pick up his mistress 
and she in her head's like, eh, this, this guy probably shouldn't be doing this. Yeah. So what did she do? Well, here's some audio. Here's her uh, telling the story. I picked up a guy. His wife and his kids walked him out to the car, said, I love you, daddy, blah, blah, blah. So we go and we pull up at the stop. And this lady comes out. And she gets in and she's like, I am so glad you finally got away from your damn wife. Okay. So then he kisses her. And it wasn't a hi, how you doing kind of kiss. I took him back to his house and made him and her get out of my car at his home where his wife and his kids were. There is nothing worse than a dog. You applaud her for that? I am. I absolutely am. I mean, granted, he should have been doing that. But is it the Uber driver's business to observe what is going on in someone else's life and then make a uh, a decision like that? Here's the thing. It's her car. Okay. It's, it's her car. If it's, yeah, if no, it's well, happening in her house, what her would car, you expect? It was, it, she's driving for Uber. She got she accepted a ride, so she went to go pick him up. Yes. So via the Uber app. If it, if the app wasn't involved, okay, that's a valid argument. But the app is involved. It doesn't and matter. The app told her to go pick him up. She's still a contractor for Uber. She still works again, for herself. Again, should not be her doing. No, like, absolutely not. As a person who has had somebody had an affair on them, and I watched my dad have an affair on my mom, and the entire community saw it and didn't say anything. 110%. If you see something, do something instead uh, that, of people being that humiliated. Works, that saying works in certain situations. And but it does this one, this. I think she put her nose somewhere where she wouldn't supposed Absolutely to put her not. nose. Absolutely I mean, not. It's one thing. Uh, he shouldn't be doing that. I, we've already said that, right? right? He should not be doing that. But she shouldn't be putting her nose somewhere that it shouldn't be. You said she's a contractor working for Uber. That's accurate. But I mean, let's say a contractor came here in the building and observed somebody else. Let, let's say me and that contractor listens to the show and knows that I have a wife and looked through this window and saw that I had somebody else uh, mooching on somebody in the corner over mm-hmm. here and looked through the window. That contractor, I doubt that he would say That's anything. not his ha- This isn't his, this isn't his room. But it's, you he's here doing a job. You're willingly getting into somebody else's car and spewing your business in front of that person. Absolutely. If you're in the same proximity, 100%. I don't know, man. I, 100%. I think she got her nose somewhere she shouldn't have had it. I applaud her because so many people <laughs> wouldn't have done anything. I don't know. Campbell Nation, what say you? Cheyenne and I are on different pages here. I mean, granted, the dude should not have been doing what he was doing, but should the, no, the should the Uber driver have done what she did? Put her nose where it didn't belong. She did. She, she just did. took him back home. Show him to get out and took him back home. She, she didn't go up to the door and knock and she say, go, excuse me, ma'am. She didn't go where he elected to go. You use that app as a mode of transportation. She has a right to cancel and to kick people out of her car. Well, she went out of the way to go back to his she house. She just took him back. At least she didn't kick him out in the middle of the interstate. You're well, welcome, she, sir. Well, if she has feelings about what's going on, maybe she should have kicked him out in the middle of the interstate. He probably would have preferred it. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> his wife wouldn't have known. All right, your thoughts on this, Campbell Nation? You can text us at 22108. Gunner and Cheyenne on demand. All this guy was trying to do is have a good time with his mistress. <laughs> and the Uber driver put her nose in it and ruined the whole plan. Did you just hear the words that came out of your mouth? That's what, I'm not saying he, what he was doing was right. All he was trying to do was have a good time with his mistress. And his Uber yeah. driver... Drove him back to his wife. He said, nay, nay, sir. 
Nay, nay. All right, this is the story that's going viral on TikTok. An Uber driver telling the story of how a guy had her stop to pick up his mistress. So she drove them back to his house and dropped them in his front yard to get caught by his wife. Now, um, just a little bit more details about this story. So when his wife and kids came out and kissed him goodbye and put him in the Uber, which is weird, right? <laughs> right, like... It, it- <laughs> Is it the 1950s? Like, who walks their spouse to the car anymore? I don't. <laughs> Usually, you say goodbye inside. I right. don't know. I mean, maybe she already has trust issues with him. Make it. I don't know. <laughs> she maybe wa- she already knows. She wanted to make sure the Uber sticker was on the front window. <laughs> make sure that was the car he's getting into. But anyway, the wife and kids are out there. Uh, kiss him goodbye. He gets into the Uber. On the way to, I, I think it's the airport. He says, the story says he's going on a trip. Uh-huh. Okay. On the way to, I'm assuming the airport, he has the Uber driver stop off and pick up his mistress on the way to the airport. All right. On the way after the mistress is in the car, they start bad mouthing the wife. Okay. Yes. They're bad mouthing the wife in the back of the car. That is when the Uber driver's ears perked up. Uh-huh. And she's like, wait a sec. Your wife and kids just kissed you goodbye before you left. So then she backtracked five miles, went back to the guy's house, and dropped them off in his front yard. See, when you put all the detail behind it, the bad-mouthing, I don't blame the driver. She kicked him and the mistress out, left them there with all their luggage. And then she drove off after that. She doesn't know for sure if the guy got caught, but she warned other cheaters she'll do the exact same thing if it ever happens. Now, there's text coming in on both sides. Okay. Okay? I know you're all about it. The Uber driver, you see something, say something. I think that saying only goes in certain situations. I think in this, she should have just kept her nose out of their business. Uh You know, that's his own decision to do it. If he wants to ruin his relationship and ruin that part of his life, you know, the family man life and have fun over here. That's his own decision. Yeah, but we got to look out for each other. If we're not looking out for each other, then like, what do we have? Um. All right. Text with the 602. I applaud her. She did the right thing. You'd expect her to take a murderer to the police station if she picked one up. Oh, that's a Why valid can't point. she take an adulterer home? That is a good point. Yeah, but a murderer is against the law. Committing adultery is... It is. It's not against the law. It's against the vows that you took to your spouse. Yeah, the vows. It's not going to land you in prison. Somebody committing adultery is not going to hurt anybody. You're you're literally saying that it's okay. I'm not saying it's okay. You're saying it's okay. I'm saying he's not breaking the law. You're saying it's okay. If you see something, say something. Only worse in certain situations. No, you can't. You can't say that it's fine over here and not fine over here. You can't Murder say that. and adultery are two different things. Just because they're two different things doesn't mean that they shouldn't fall in the same category of say something. Uh, say something is an o- your own personal moral thing, Okay, right? and what is your point exactly? Because you literally I, I, just agreed with me. No, it's... If it's, it's in her moral code to say something because it's, it's wrong It's her own personal her. opinion. There could have been another Uber driver who okay. didn't care. okay. But he chose the wrong Uber. Text at 805. Bottom line, you have a job to do, so do it and mind your own business. Let God take care of it. It's kind of the page I'm on there. Text at the 480. Heck yeah, I'm glad she did that. We don't start, if we don't start holding people to their morals, you're going to end up like a liberal. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Text at the 602. She was wrong. She is paid to do a job at accepted conditions. If they were causing harm, then yes. He was wrong. I hope she loses her contract with Uber and any other driving company. She won't, though, because it's her car and she's allowed to end. No, she is not. She's supposed to take the uh, passenger to where they go. She went off of the route. 
She go took back. him. She's he's lucky she didn't pull over, cancel the ride, and say get out. That's what she should have done, and she would have kept her job with Uber. Had she she's done not going to get fired. She will from get Uber. fired. No, she won't. Somebody will text in and say that she'll get fired because she went off of the route. If that Uber driver takes you where you're not wanting to go, they're breaking the terms and conditions of you sitting in that car and getting transportation as to where Uber. Hey, when she when you when it comes out that she lost her job with Uber, I'll take it back. But I don't. She's not going to lose her job with Uber because she took him home. Because Uber she didn't tell her to take him to home to the pickup spot. Yeah, which is not what she should have done. Oh, his I feelings know. got hurt because Uber he had him go caught. to the airport. She went off the path Aww. and went to some other location. So to I can see her house getting canned. Where he got picked up. That's fine, but he didn't want to go there. Oh, that's so unfortunate for the cheating adulterer. Somebody said uh, adultery is illegal in Arizona. Can you go to jail? I thought it, I thought it was a no fault state, but I mean, yeah, there's it could a lot be. of texts coming in saying you can go to jail for adultery. So, ha! <laughs> ha! Okay, if that's the case. If it's the same as murder, go ahead. If you see something, say something. I do stand right. corrected. <laughs> <laughs> All right, coming up next, we got to move on. Uh, Beers with Friends. It's a show coming up November 16th at Gila River Resorts and Casinos. Wild Horse Pass. Uh, it's got Brothers Osborne and Jackson Dean on the docket. It's going to be an amazing show. Your first shot of tickets coming up next here on Camel Country. Gunner and Cheyenne on demand. Well, congratulations to the Cardinals picking up a win uh, yesterday against the Carolina Panthers. It was a win that they pretty much needed to have. So uh, they got it, 26-16. First half looked a little rough. They pulled it together in the second half and watching all the uh, locker room video of their excitement and stuff like that. I'm like, all right, yeah, you guys pulled it together. Awesome. But you did play like crap first half. (laughs) Might want to figure that out uh, before celebrating too hard. You know, because they got the uh, Eagles coming to town. Uh, it's the Philadelphia Eagles, who are the only undefeated team in the league right now. Ooh. They'll be in town on Sunday at State Farm Stadium to take on the Cardinals, which, I mean, the Eagles are five-point favorites right now. I think it should be a lot more. Yeah. <laughs> no, but who knows? We got we got two more games before D-Hop comes back because he suspended six games. So, oh, that's right. Uh, I got two more games, then he'll be back. And will they go? Uh, undefeated the remainder of the season with D-Hop. Is he the lone missing piece? I don't know. There's a lot of people that think so, but I think it takes a full team to be able to win things, you know? And Kyler Murray's got to figure it out. I think uh, Cliff Kingsbury's got to figure out a lot of things. You know, the the two of them just get together and figuring out how to... Cliff's got to figure out how to use Kyler. And Kyler's got to figure out how to play in the system and stuff like that. And I don't know. We'll see. Fingers crossed. Uh, I will cross them. <laughs> I think for Sunday's game, you got to have fingers and toes crossed. <laughs> Maybe your legs, too. Yeah, you got to er- cross everything for the game coming like up on Sunday. Like Indian style, so your legs cross like twice. <laughs> and they cross your eyes at the same yeah. time. <laughs> I can't do that, but like mentally I will. Yeah. Uh, but yesterday I watched the game and then uh, I do this uh, Arizona Cardinals podcast. Uh, uh, what is it? Kickoffofthevalley.com. <laughs> you think I should know that. Uh, but kickoffofthevalley.com, we did this Arizona Cardinals podcast. So I do it from home. So after the game, I went up to my uh, office uh-huh. and kind of had the door open and just kind of preparing for the podcast. And then I cut, I walk out and there's something jammed in the uh, the hole where the, you know, where the door latches, uh-huh. the hole in the door frame. There's something jammed in there. I'm like, what is it? It was a plastic bag. And I pull it out. I'm like, how did a plastic bag what? get in there? Right, yeah. Oh, hang on, hang yeah, on. The okay. going on. Uh, and then pull it out, and then go back in, sit back down, come back out. Then there's something else shoved in there. There's like a pink, like rubber bracelet shoved in there. <laughs> then I figure out what's going on. Uh huh. I got a couple of girls that I'm worried about now. I got I got a ten year old and a six year old. So the story behind all this is they get up in the middle of the night <gasps> while my wife and I are asleep. 
right? We have the air conditioning. There's a lot of white noise going yeah. on, right? So they get up in the middle of the night and go watch TV, right? So once we figured it out a couple of months ago that they were doing this, I put a fingerprint lock on my office door. So what they figured out is that if they shove something in the hole of the door frame, no. the door doesn't latch. Stop so it. after the podcast, when I shut my door, their, their vision of what was going to go on would be that the door wouldn't fully latch. So you wouldn't need my the wife, thumbprint. You wouldn't need the thumbprint. My wife and I would go to bed. Then they would get up and just simply push the door open and go in there and watch TV all night. <laughs> and then when they're done about to fall asleep, come back out, shut the door like nothing ever happened. <laughs> Smart little girls. What'd you do? I figured it out. I told them, we're not as dumb as you think we are. What'd they say? She gives the, my oldest gives the blankest stare. <laughs> she does. I've seen like it. Like a deer in headlights. <laughs> I, her excuse is like I was just trying it out or something like that. It was just... <laughs> kiddos. Parents aren't as dumb as you think we are. Sometimes we are, but not all the time. Not all the time. That crazy. Dead. Oh my gosh. Gunner and Cheyenne on demand. You got your shots. Want a, sh- uh, a trip for the entire family to Disney's Alani? Coming up here in just a moment. Um, yesterday. I watched the uh, Route 91 um, documentary. Was it good? On Paramount Plus. It was really good. It was re- really well done. Uh, the anniversary of the Route 91 festival, the uh, the shooting down there in Vegas, uh, happened five years ago on October 1st. And I, I got into it. It's four parts. Uh-huh. All right. And they call it 11 minutes because that's the span of sh- uh, that he was shooting from the Mandalay Bay down on the people down on the fair, uh, the festival grounds. And it was really well done. I mean, they do have a warning. It is there is some graphic content. Mm-hmm. You know, you do see blood. You know, and you you hear a lot of stories from uh, family of the survivors, um, or family of people who have passed. Also, the survivors you hear their story, and they they choose a select number of people and kind of follow their story. Yeah, and there's a lot of cell phone video that I hadn't seen yet. There's a lot of video coming from like the uh, security cameras at Mandalay Bay. Mm-hmm. And each episode kind of has a different feature. And uh, one of the, uh, I think it's like episode three of the four, uh, they follow the the police officers when they finally figure out where the shooting is coming from and the SWAT team going into the Mandalay Bay and how they went up the stairs and finally figured out what floor they were on. And uh, and just kind of everything that went into it from the radio. They, they have audio recordings from the police radio as it's going on in the moment. I don't think I'm going to be able to watch that. It is very graphic. Yeah, it's I, very I think graphic. they'll cry too much. And I think the one thing, uh, they never mention the shooter's name, which is awesome. They Good. never should. And what ultimately came of this documentary is like people try to figure out why. Uh-huh. Why. And they still don't know. They haven't pinpointed a reason. But based on what they were saying in the documentary, he ba- he wanted attention. Apparently, he Google searched how to be a social media star in the months prior wow. to the other uh, Route 91 shootings. Wow. And one of the things that um, somebody said was like when they were walking through the festival grounds after the shooting, after the guy had already taken his own life, was just the cell phones ringing mm-hmm. of the deceased and the phones just kind of out there left people trying to check in on their loved ones. And the cell phone's out there. I was, See, even just hearing that makes me yeah. want to cry. Like, I'm not going to be able to watch it. It'll it's be tough. too emotional. Yeah. It is very tough. It's very emotional. Like, it's not the gore or, like, the 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 violence of it. It's the emotion. Because I have friends that were there. Yeah. 
Like I'm not gonna, I won't be able to watch it. Uh, the yeah, like I said, the fifth anniversary was this last Saturday, October first. But if that's something you want, you're into Paramount Plus. Great documentary. It's called Eleven Minutes. Jason Aldean's in it. Yeah, he talks about his experience. His bass player had a bullet in his bass. Really? Yeah, there was a bullet in his base. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, and then he tells his story about rushing his family off the stage and onto the bus. And see, I would that would be a section I would watch. I would be able to watch that. I don't think I'd be able to watch anything yeah, else. Some tough parts. They put that warning at the beginning of every yeah. episode. Graphic content, viewer discretion advised. So, if you want to watch it, Paramount Plus. Yeah, there you go. Gunner and Cheyenne on demand. Well, hope you had a great weekend. Thank you so much for having us on this morning. Uh, let's hope that none of us have ever been the victim of a porch pirate. Oh. But unfortunately, some people are. Porch pirate is uh, somebody that shows up at your front porch and swipes a package that was left by Amazon or by uh, UPS or FedEx or whatever. Thieves. Those thieves stealing the stuff off your front porch, which I'd imagine didn't happen as often anymore with those doorbell cameras. You would think, yeah. But maybe it still does. Uh, there's a uh, neighborhood in Austin, Texas, that has been struggling with porch pirates. So one couple had a creative plan. Okay. They'd fill a box with dirty diapers and leave it on their porch. <laughs> That's and amazing. it worked. Uh-huh. The thieves drove up, grabbed the box, and ran off. <laughs> <laughs> but unfortunately, it did not scare them. Out of the neighborhood. The couple says that when the porch pirates realized that the box was packed with dirty diapers, they returned. Oh, Wait no. until you hear what happens. Here's the homeowner talking about it. When they discovered it was a bunch of dirty diapers, they came back and smeared those diapers on our front door. They Aww. came back with a giant bag of cow manure. And so it was a really long day of cleaning a lot of cow feces off of our house that day. But it's a tool for me. I have a toddler, I work full time, and I have another one on the way. So I use this as a survival tool. There has to be an end. It's just not okay in my book anymore. No. No. But how how brave is that of those thieves to grab the box, A? I mean, that's, that's you know. Yeah. And, but to come back to the scene of the crime <laughs> and smear it all over their front door? And then do it again with something else? Like, no. That is, I would, I, I'm, I feel like courage is such a wrong word to use given the situation, Yeah. but the amount of courage that it would take to do that. Have you ever done anything like, not necessarily this, I mean, I feel like this is something that, uh, you know, you hear people doing, but you know, maybe sometimes you do, you know, like the, the whole, uh, flaming bag of, uh, uh dog poop. You know, are you a, seriously going to ask me if me of all people has done no, something like that? I'm not, not asking <laughs> if you've done it. I'm asking if have you ever done anything to thwart thieves? No, no, I haven't. Like if, if something was going on, did you did you try and do something to kind of uh, to get them? Like like I'm thinking like Halloween. Maybe there's that one kid in the neighborhood that takes the whole bucket. Oh, we right? all know that kid. Yeah. He yeah. comes up with his pillowcase and he takes the whole thing. Did you do anything the next year to try and thwart that from happening? <laughs> try to deter the mischievous. Because, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I feel like somebody's got stories. Yeah. I don't want to hear these stories. Because, I mean, there's there's petty crime that happens. And sometimes when somebody gets away with something, they'll come back and do it again. Yeah, absolutely. You know, you see these stories locally of... Uh, uh, thieves that hit up gas stations or whatever. Uh-huh. I mean, they're idiots. <laughs> like, it's always it's, the dumb ones. Yeah, it's always the dumb ones, especially like when you know, the stories of the guy that puts in his job application and then comes back or, or robs the place <laughs> at the same time. I'm like, you idiot. <laughs> it's always the dumb ones that get caught. Yeah, it's so stupid. But have you ever tried to do something to thwart cr- crime? You know, trying to be 
be the the superhero that you are and thwart crime. <laughs> Have you? No. I'm not brave enough. Like like the, the, the this couple that put the dirty diapers in uh-huh. the box, they probably thought they'd just take the box and that would solve the issue. Right. But no, these guys came back and smeared it all over the front door. But that would be my fear. Yeah. If I were to do that, these guys would come back and get me yeah. for what I did to them. See, I have always, like, I've lived in an apartment for three years and I've never had this issue, thank goodness. And I really feel like I don't have an issue because I do live, like, next door to the leasing office yeah. and you can everybody can see my door, so... I don't have that issue, but if I were living in a community where I had my own house and I had a porch pirate constantly, I know 100% that I would do something. I don't know what that something would be because I'm such an aggressive person. Yeah. I like confrontation and I wouldn't, I I know I should think twice about like repercussions, but I wouldn't in the moment. I'm a forward thinker. I know. It always scares me out of it. I'm seeing I'm an emotional attacker. Go Go get him. <laughs> it's like you have a mouse in the house. What do you do? You set up a trap, right? And that trap will kill the mouse. He ain't coming back for you. See, I'll, I'll set up a mouse trap. <laughs> if I do something that's just going to like eliminate the problem, <laughs> perfect. If the problem dies. Well, yeah. <laughs> if I already do that porch pirate, I'm a murderer. <laughs> you know? Can't do that. There's totally repercussions. That. Yeah, no, I'm not going to. <laughs> But have you ever thwarted a crime? Like, it was something going on that you decided to step in and, and help thwart that from happening. It's such a funny word. I like saying thwart, it. Thwart. I know. You said thwart it 20 it. times. Yeah. Thwart. <laughs> and I had to Google it, make sure I was doing using it right. But yes, I am. Has that ever happened to you? You can text us at 22108. Gunner and Cheyenne On Demand. Well, have you ever thwarted a crime? I can't Love get that word, that man. word. I'm going to get it on a shirt. <laughs> thwart. Deter. Have you ever tried to deter a crime happening? Uh, this happened in Austin, Texas. There was a uh, woman uh, and her husband they, at their home. Somebody came up and they're just dealing with porch pirates, right? So people stealing boxes off of people's doorsteps. Happened to them one too many times. So they took an Amazon box, threw some dirty diapers in there because they got a baby and another one on the way uh-huh. and um, put that back out there on the bo- on the, uh, the porch. Then those porch pirates came back. They took the box full of dirty diapers. They realized that, hey, this jerk homeowner put dirty diapers in a box on their porch. So they went back and smeared the diapers, the dirty diapers, all over their front door and brought manure. And just they took it, you know, an extra level. Just threw a massive temper tantrum. And I'm, I'm <laughs> kind of impressed that they went back without the fear of getting caught. Yeah. So am I. Maybe they got the box of diapers while they were hangry. And you know, you're not you when you're hungry, right? <laughs> I eat a you're like, how dare them? <laughs> and that was all it took, right? You're hungry, not thinking straight. You go back to the house, just smear it all over the door. But they, they didn't have a doorbell camera, apparently. I mean, yeah. I kind of feel like everybody's got a doorbell camera these days. But uh, maybe that's why they went back and smeared the poo is because they knew there was no doorbell, no, uh, no doorbell camera. I mean, that's definitely a good possibility. If I knew that there wasn't one and I was throwing a temper tantrum like that, that would be a kicker. So, uh, wondering, have you ever tried to thwart a crime? This, these homeowners tried. They got, you know, poo all over their door for trying to thwart the crime. That's why I would never do it. I always think of the repercussions. Yeah. You know? This guy that I give a box of poo diapers to may meet me out by the mailbox at some point, you know? <laughs> With his own <laughs> box of poo diapers. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> or something a little more dangerous. Yes. You know? Yeah. I always think of the uh, end repercussions. But there's some people that don't. And there's a lot of people that do thwart crime on their own. We got stories coming in at two two one oh eight. Text of the four eight oh. I worked at a bank and was being robbed. Ah! I told the guy we needed to see his driver's license to give him the money. 
He handed oh, over the license. <laughs> what did I tell you? What did I tell you, Shayan? It's Cheyenne? always the dumb it's ones. Always the dumb ones that get caught. <laughs> Uh, I texted the 602. One year I had someone that was pulling down my Halloween decorations out of my yard. So one of my decorations was a plastic patio table with homemade scarecrows sitting in patio chairs playing poker. I dressed in jeans and a flannel shirt, put on a straw hat, and sat at the table from 12 a.m. to 2.45 a.m. when a guy came up and he started pulling the decorations down. I stood up and yelled, what the heck are you doing? And he ran off and never came back. Oh, it's amazing. That is commitment to the thwarting. 12 a.m. to 2.45 a.m. sitting at a picnic table in front of your house. This <laughs> is a scarecrow. <laughs> Told you we get some great stories with this oh topic, Cheyenne. Gosh. <laughs> I don't... I, see, I... This word may be not the right word on this story, but I, I texted the 480. When I lived in Florida, we had issues with people driving through our wards. W-A-R-D-S at night. So we would put boards with nails in it, paint it black. So when they did it again, it would pop their tires. Oh. I, I, I don't know what wards is. I don't either. Like if I put the word lawn in there, it kind of works. Yeah, it does work. <laughs> Trying no. to figure out how that would autocorrect to wards, but that's okay. Yeah. Sure. Have you tried it? It's the autocorrect of lawn. <laughs> it's not going to be wards. I <laughs> uh, texted the 970. A guy vandalized my car multiple times, oh. so I camped out waiting for him, and now he's getting a felony. Oh, good. Look at that. Some of you guys are committed to the thwarting. Yeah, and and, and not forward thinkers. You know, <laughs> I mean, if they come back. <laughs> good for you guys. Yeah. <laughs> Gunner and Cheyenne On Demand. Well, we appreciate you so much for having us on this morning. Your next opportunity to get in and win a trip for the entire family down to Disney's Alani is coming up at 908. Uh, I got some food news. Okay. Uh, I love food. We're going with the jingle, Cheyenne. Uh, food news jingle. Food news. Food news. That's all I got. <laughs> <laughs> it's food news. Hey, there we go. All right. Now, now I feel proper about entering this, this particular story. Entering with this story. Baskin-Robbins is introducing its spiciest flavor with the new spicy and spooky ice cream featuring the flavor of real ghost pepper. Stop. You ever had spicy ice cream? No. And no one should ever have spicy ice cream. You're ruining ice cream. Yeah. The the point of uh, ice cream is to cool you down. Yeah. And it's delicious. Why would you ruin the taste of it with something so spicy? Yeah. I can't imagine it's too spicy. Because like, like, let's say you're eating the ice cream. It's cold. It's Mm -hmm. milky. You're eating it. It's disgusting. Spicy. (laughs) You know, milky. But then you're grabbing a glass of milk to like cool down Uh your mouth. I don't know. I can't imagine it's that hot. I like, I get. So like jalapenos, right? They're hot. I mean, for me, they're hot. But they have flavor to them so is it the flavor that's in the ice cream from the ghost pepper or is it the actual it says spiciest flavor spicy and spooky ice cream with the i does say flavor flavor of real ghost pepper hmm are ghost peppers good i don't know ghost peppers i don't know they're hot yeah, can you even tell what the flavor is because they're so hot (laughs) yeah i couldn't tell you what a ghost pepper tastes like i have no idea uh I don't know, man. I'm not in on the spicy drinks. You know, Uh -uh. people do like spicy martinis and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I can't do it. I do like jalapeno uh, uh, margaritas. Those are really good. Is that the flavor of the jalapeno then? So it's not spicy. And I do. No, there's a kick to it. I do eat jalapenos, believe it or not. 
not very frequently, and I can't eat a lot of them, but the taste of them is good. So you like a spicy drink? I don't. I don't, I don't think, think they're bad. Uh huh. I don't want to actually. Fight. Wild Horse Pass Resorts and Casino uh, at Gila, they have an amazing jalapeno mar- uh, mar- margarita. It's good. I just don't like fighting with my drink. I just want to get it down the hatch. <laughs> <laughs> and yet so you I don't eat like boiling hot. That, that's like, different. That, no, it's not. <laughs> Another spicy news. There's a man who had to win three tiebreaker rounds, which included eating three dragon's breath peppers. What to is win, that? To win some hot pepper eating competition in Pennsylvania. Okay, first of all, why are you doing a hot pepper eating competition? That sounds terrible. It's the competition part of it, Cheyenne. That sounds terrible. Uh, Dragon's Breath Peppers are two and a half million on the Scoville heat units scale. So you said jalapeno is as hot as you get. Yeah. Jalapeno is at 2,500 to 8,000 on the Scoville heat scale. A habanero is 100,000. Okay. And the highest it goes on this scale that I'm looking at, the Scoville scale... On this picture is the Carolina Reaper, which is at 1.4 million on the Scoville scale. So a dragon's breath pepper at 2.5 million. Oh my! It's literally going to melt your twice. face off. It's twice. Yeah. Uh, what the uh, the Carolina Reaper is, and they ate. How many did they eat? Three. Is it three? Why? Yeah, three dragon's breath peppers. <laughs> The only question I have is why? Well, for the same reason Joey Chestnut and those other guys pound like 500 hot dogs every 4th of July. So why? But like... To to be able to say that you are the best at doing it. You like recognition, right? You want to be the best at something. The amount of pain that you would be in hours later... That poor toilet. Is it not <laughs> worth it? I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm with you. I don't know if it's worth it. I love doing like, I love hot wings <laughs> no. and stuff like that. I don't think that's worth it. Uh, uh, no. Thanks for listening to Gunner and Cheyenne On Demand.